Hey kids, it's me at Super Robots. We're back with another super exciting, hopefully super fun episode of World's Famous. This time around, we're going to take a look at some DC Cosmic cards. We're going to find out what's going on in San Fran with the beatdown and those food cubes and all uh, all other kinds of cool stuff. But until we get there, Grandmaster, Grandpa, kick that beat. OKIC Robot, let's get this party started right. Let's get this party started quickly. This is world's famous with IC robot. After a violent street fight with three Pootronics operatives, our lads are reunited and ready to head back home. Bro, are you alright? Those dudes were really beating you up. No, I'm not, I'm fine. Oh my gosh. Uh, they got me they got me when I was coming out of out of the out of, out of the restroom. How is your jaw? I saw that guy give you a high kick. Why didn't you block it, dude? No, I, I didn't see it coming. It, it just hit me. You need to be more aware of your surroundings. These guys seem determined to stop us from getting back to Santa Rosa with the Tab Cola. I get that, Ed. I just, uh, I had to use, I had to use the restroom. Number one or number two? Number one, but that's irrelevant. I just had to use the restroom. These guys that came out of nowhere. See, I told you, Ed. It was number one. That's true, Derek. You did predict that it was number one. Listen, keep your head on a swivel. I get it, I get it. I'll keep my head on a on a swivel. Thanks for thanks for helping me out back there. Let's um let's load those barrels of tab in, in, into the truck and get out of here. Luckily the tab cola is in its syrup form so we can fit it in the Camaro. I think we should take that back. It's much faster. Shotgun. I call shotgun and I get to pick the radio station too. We need something more upbeat. Like the fox or something. I think you are right, Derek. The Fox plays a lot of the hard rocking songs I enjoy driving to. Yeah, man, I don't uh I don't care about the radio. It's it's fine. Enough dilly-dallying, we need to go. There might be more agents around in the shadows. It's safer to be Oscar Mike. Safer to be what? What does Oscar Mike mean? Oscar means O, which means on, and Mike means M, which means move. We are on the move. Or we are leaving. Do you understand, Derek? Wow, that is so cool, Ed. Let's do that. Let's Oscar Mike out of here. Yes, we should do that. Let's Oscar Mike out of here. trading cards. DC Comics Cosmic Cards, trading cards of all your DC favorites like Ambush Bug and Streaky the Super Cat. Available now at your local comic shop. What's up my dudes, it is me, Icy Robots, and we're back. We have, uh, we got a couple packs of cards right here that I, that I picked up at the flea market. These are known as DC Cosmic Cards. This is the inaugural edition from, uh, from 1991. That's, that's the date on the pack, but they actually came out in 1992, as I recall. But, 
I don't know, man. That's just what I remember. I do, I do have memories of seeing these around 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 the store. This was, this was when I was into both comics and like baseball cards. And I know that I picked a few packs of these up. I don't, I don't remember them doing like big business at the time. As I recall, they were out. Stores did have a lot of these. I remember seeing boxes of these at every store. But then later at at like trading card shows and stuff, you would see packs of these for like a quarter. People got stuck. People got stuck with these back in the day. They're fun though. They, they're the kind of cards I like. They're cards of the characters, not cards of like, of like situations. For example, it'll be like a picture of Green Lantern and it'll say Green Lantern instead of like a card where it's like Green Lantern fights a fight. If you know what I'm saying, I like characters not scenes. This is a 180 uh, character set, card set. Each character has sometimes two, sometimes three different cards, I I imagine. That's, let's see, is that kind of how it is? Yeah, and then some of them only have one. Some of the lesser characters, your Dr. Lights, your Firehawks, for example, whereas like Alex Luthor is going to have three, Mr. Mixelplitlick is going to have three, so on and so forth. I picked these up at the flea market. I I used to see a lot of guys with like non-sports cards that it feels like they were stuck with, like dudes who might have might have invested heavily in these kind of cards, dudes who used to have card shops and now they run little tables at the flea market, but it's been a while since I've seen one of these non-sports uh related booths, but I saw one this past Sunday. I actually got like five different packs of cards. We're only going to talk about these today. The other ones are fun. One was one that we had opened previously on the show that I want to I want to do another pack of because there's still ones I want. But uh, these are what we're going to focus on right now. Guy had a bunch of stuff. I got all these packs. I think for like six dollars. It wasn't even wasn't even that much. If I would have known, I would have bought more. But it it was kind of a weird situation. The guy didn't really seem like he wanted to sell them to me. Like he had them on the table. He had them up for sale. But then he seemed kind of like off put that I bought so many. Like, I was going to buy ones that uh, other people might be looking for later. I don't know. The whole situation felt weird. So I only bought these that we have right here. Let's, uh, let's, I don't know, man. Let's just bust into these, I guess. Since we're here, we got two different packs. We have one that has Wonder Woman on it and one that has a Death Stroke the Terminator. Let's open the Wonder Woman one first. These are, these are plastic wrapped cards. Nice image of a uh, Wonder Woman on the front. DC Cosmic Cars. Bonus holograms randomly inserted. 12 per pack. The first one we got is the Crimson Fox. She is a character from the Justice League Europe, as I recall. She has a claws. Then we have Mr. Miracle, the greatest escape artist in the world. Mr. Miracle. This is card number 123 of 190. Let's skip ahead and we will see 123 is... This is, in fact, the first card, the rookie card of Mr. Miracle. Then we have the Silver Swan who is from the Legion of Superheroes. She has wings. No, my mistake. This is a Wonder Woman character who has the ability of flight. She can also has like a sonic voice, like Black Canary. Then we have Pantha. I don't really know who this is. This is a cat-like character who appeared in the new Teen Titans. I like these. They give you the height, the weight, the eye color, the hair color, the secret identity, and the first appearance. I like it when they include the first appearance. That's fun. Oh, check it out. Here is a picture of Wonder Woman. Oh, this is a good one. This is card number 69, the humorous 6-9, uh, and it is the Peacemaker. This is, in fact, 
the rookie card of the Peacemaker himself, Christopher Smith. We're going to sit this one over, over here. Very, very fun. When I, uh... When I first thought that I was gonna do do this uh, segment, I went I went on the eBay and I, I wanted to see what cards from this set are people actually buying. Like, not what are people listing them as, and what are, what what are they buying? What are they actually putting their money in? And I saw I saw that there was like a couple that sold in like the 150 200 range. That was like a first appearance of Wonder Woman, but they have to be like Gem Ten. Like all the ones that sold for high money were like graded. Gem 10. So I don't know if this Peacemaker rookie is a Gem 10. It might be. It looks like a Gem 11, but uh, I shan't get it graded. That's not for me. I don't care. But uh, let's take a let's take a look. Then we have a group picture of the new gods. This one's pretty good. It has Orion on the front. I I never heavily got into like Jack Kirby's new gods. It was too confusing for me. I wasn't uh I wasn't into comics for that. I was more into just like superheroes kicking each other in the face. Up next is the Modern Age Green Lantern. This is Hal Jordan. He has, he has like white on the side of his hair. He's a little bit aged. He first appeared in Showcase 22 in 1959. This is number one. No, this is number nine in a series of 180. Notes that on there. Then we have um, Shazam. Shazam fighting. You know what? I was completely wrong. There are in fact scenes in here. I've gotten gotten a couple scenes already and I've, I've been annoyed by that then we have fastback fastback is another new god character he's the one who can run really fast then there's phobia phobia is a teen titans villain and up next the final one is the flash the flizz ash let's take a look card number five card number four is the one that's the uh the rookie card of the flizzy but we got we got a couple here we got mr miracle and we got Pacemaker, both characters that I do, in fact, enjoy. Let's bust into the into the Deathstroke, a.k.a. Slade, the Terminator pack. We uh, slide that off. Then we have the Golden Age. Green Lantern is the first card in the set. This is number seven. This is the rookie card of Alan Scott, the Golden Age Green Lantern. Up next is card number 53, the Guardian. He is a Superman-related character. He's another hero that runs around Metropolis. His power is he has a shield. He has a golden shield and a golden helmet, and he beats up criminals. This is his rookie card. He's a character that I do enjoy. I, I used to be like heavily in, into uh, John Byrne's Superman, and he kind of he kind of popped up around that time. Very cool guy. He was actually on the Supergirl TV show. But on the TV show, Jimmy Olsen became the um, the Guardian, which is a little corny, but it's fine. Up next, number 85, a character known as Captain Boomerang. This is the only Captain Boomerang card in the set. So we got another Suicide Squad rookie. Then we have the Creeper. The Creeper is a Steve Ditko character. I'm guessing this is his rookie card. I don't think they have more than one uh, card in here for the Creeper. Yes, the Creeper's rookie card. Man, we're hitting gold here, guys. We got the rookie card of Captain Boomerang, the Guardian, and the Creeper. Up next is Sonar. Sonar is a villain who fought Green Lantern. He has, like, a sonar gun. We'll set that over here. Then another great battle. A battle card, Armageddon 2001. The Checklist, my favorite. Gorilla Grodd. This is a good-looking picture, and a Gorilla Grodd is at a computer. Did you know Gorilla Grodd first appeared in The Flash 106 that came out in April of 1959? Who is General Grodd's grandson? This is trivia. Let's, let's see. Sam Simeon, detective partner of Angel O'Day. We have three left. Up next on the list here is Light Ray. Light Ray is another new god. Not super interesting. Conjar Ro. 
Conjure Roe is a Hawkman villain who first appeared in Hawkworld number one, June 1990. I could have sworn the Conjure Roe was like old school, but I guess not, man. I guess, honestly, to some degree, 1990 might be a little old school at this point. But at any rate, the final card we have is Fire of Fire and Ice Fame. What card is Ice? Ice is number 58. I like to get that one as well. I was really into uh, the Fire and Ice team that was on the Justice League International. Really cool. Really fun stuff. You know, I enjoyed that. I had a good time here. And I feel like I got some good cards. I might get little holders. I'm going to get a little holder to put this Peacemaker in. I think that's a fun one. Then maybe uh, maybe the Creeper as well. Who knows, bro? Who knows? Uh, let's, uh, let's see. What else is going on in the world of Icy Robots? Nothing at the moment. We're going to uh, we're gonna move forward. But before we get too far, this is uh, a quick word from show sponsor uh, Chanel. The king of jewelry, the jewelry of peace. Chanel invented the watch and the concept of time. A golden frazul Chanel wristwatch is an unprecedented beauty. Before the Chanel wristwatch man never knew when to eat brunch. They often went hungry and passed away. Alone. Chanel, the king of jewelry and the jewelry of kings. Fifteen percent off with promo code IC Robots. This is world famous. The only real American pizza made by an American. American pizza man. Masai Bindo. American pizza man. Masai This is me, the American Pizza Man, and we are back for another super fun segment about the thing we all love more than any other thing in the world, a thing known as pizza. This week we have two different topics that are that are pizza related. The first is a pizza rumor, and the second is a new pizza place that I went to here in Sonoma County that I absolutely, absolutely loved. I'll talk about that in a sec, but... Back in the day when we lived in Illinois, in Oakland, Illinois, we would mostly eat at local pizza places, which is, which is preferable. Chicago, you know, it's a pizza town. You got your deep dish, but you also have your tavern style, which is, which is really thin crust, kind of crunchy in the shape of a square. That's one thing I do definitely remember is that like all the pizza in Illinois was cut into a square shape. And that was, that was kind of fun. It was kind of different, but there was... There was a pizza chain known as Shakey's in the town. I remember they opened up a Shakey's, not necessarily near us. I honestly don't remember what town it was, but I remember I started seeing the commercials for it and that it seemed like a fun, kind of cool, kind of different than the uh, local pizza chains we would go to. They had like games and all these, all these kind of things. And I would mention to my folks that I wanted to go to Shakey's and I would always hear back that Shakey's put dog food on their pizza. And I, I, of course, I didn't want to eat dog food. I do also remember that kids at school would joke about Shakey's pizza and dog food. I don't remember what movie that it was, but there was a movie out at the time and they were talking about Shakey's and in it, like, they, they were kind of complimentary, and dudes would joke around about how could they like it in that movie when we all know it's dog food. I even remember seeing, like, something on the local news in Illinois about Shakey's and dog food. I did a little bit of research, and not very much. I, I googled Shakey's. I typed Shakey's Pizza into the Google thing, and it said Shakey's Pizza, and immediately dog food popped up. And it turns out that, like, 
during a health inspection of a Shakey's Pizzeria, they found dog food on the shelf, and I don't know if, like, they were serving the dog food or somebody there, like, had a dog and they just had the dog food in the kitchen. I don't know. But this became, like, an urban legend all around the place, and, and Shakey's is still around. Interestingly enough, Shakey's is a California pizza chain. It was founded in, in Sacramento. We don't have one anywhere near us. I've never... I've never seen a Shakey's in person, to be honest, but they're still out there hanging and banging and doing their thing. Do you guys go to Shakey's? Have you guys ever been to a Shakey's? Have you ever come across anything that you might feel is dog food? Honestly, I feel like a lot of these, a lot of these pizza chains one might go to serve sausage that is probably very near and dear to uh, what the dog eats out of a can every day. So you gotta, you gotta keep it local, say no to corporate pizza. Say no to all these things out there that they're trying to give you your Papa John's, your all these pizza places like that. Just Except, of course, your Little Caesars. Your boy loves Little C's, and, uh, I don't know, if given a chance, maybe I would love Shakey's. I don't know. With this Shakey's family-sized pepperoni and mushroom pizza, you get a free pitcher of Pepsi. Good! Nothing tastes better than Shakey's pizza and Pepsi. Except... Shakey's Pizza and free dog food. That's weird. They even, uh, they even mentioned dog food in their commercial. The second thing we're going to talk about is a new pizza place that opened up in Sebastopol. It's a place known as Psychic Pie. The wife heard about this place first, but she, um, she took the word Psychic Pie and she turned it into Mystic Pizza. And she was going around asking her friends, hey, have you heard of this place, Mystic Pizza? Do you know of a Mystic Pizza in Sebastopol? And nobody knew anything. I did a... I did a little smudge of uh, looking on the internet and I came up with Psychic Pie. It is on Gravenstein Highway on the way out to the uh, flea market. When you go in there, you drive right past it. Sebastopol's becoming quite the pizza town. On top of this, they also have Acre Pie, which I myself, I've never tried. I am a buy the slice kind of guy if I'm going to go out and like just go for a little bit of pie. And they only do the whole pie, so we're waiting till, uh we're waiting until our appetites are vast. But this place that we went to, the the Psychic Pie, at one time, apparently they were in Rinkin Valley, which is weird because I live in Rinkin Valley and I have absolutely zero recollection of this, like in any way. Rinkin Valley is not a big neighborhood by any stretch, and I would imagine I'd know every restaurant here, and it's weird to think that there was one I was completely unfamiliar with. But with, uh, with all that said, this is... This is not important in any way going on to a 980 Gravenstein Highway, Sebastopol, California, 95472. Get yourself some psychic pie. Here's the gimmick, though. It's kind of fun. The pizza is served al Taglio style, al Taglio, which is which is a pretty good alias. If I was trying to uh I was trying to hide from the fuzz, I might go by the name Al Taglio. You'll know, you'll know it's me because it's pizza related from your paisan. I see robots. What what Al Taglio means is it's by the cut. The pizzas are served by the pound. It's a cute little gimmick. The shop itself is also very cute, very small. It's a husband and wife wife operation, and they they have like a nice display case. And inside of it, I think there was like there was like five different pizzas, and they're square. And you um you you point at the one you want. You kind of tell them how much you want, and they cut it. Like, with a, with a pair of shears. They cut it off and they give you, like, a strip of the pizza on a piece of paper. I believe it all comes out to be, like, $20 a pound. You can get, like, you can get, like, a lot of big pieces for, like, a pound of pizza. But the pie itself was so good. It was so good. They do a sourdough crust. It's very light, very fluffy. 
but also crunchy, and it was just so good. It was a beautiful day outside. We bought, like, half a pound of this sausage, cheese, and also some, like, pickled onions, and these pickled onions were so amazing. I got to admit, I was a little bit iffy. All the pizza pies they had were a bit fancy for your boy's taste. Your boy, he likes a cheese. He likes a sausage with onions, you know, but, like, the sausage... The pickled onions and the other ingredients, it seemed a little scary to me, but I decided, you know what? You're the American pizza man. Show some huevos. Show some cojones. Eat that pizza up. And ate it up I did, and man, it was so good. It was, like, absolutely fantastic. If you live in the Santa Rosa area, the Sonoma County area, please check this place out. They're doing something special with their pizzas over there. It's a husband and wife operation. The husband's making the pies. The wife is making the pies, and it was just, like, so good. So good. It might, on the surface, seem a little hippy-dippy. It might. When you go in, it does kind of have a hippy-dippy vibe, but you got to take into account, this is Sebastopol, and Sebastopol is all hippy-dippy vibe. That's what we love about Sebastopol. They're keeping it real. They're keeping that wavy gravy vibe alive. Shout out to Peter Coyote. So, expect it. But also, learn to love it, because it is the best thing going today, to quote the nature boy himself, Ric Flair, who hasn't been there as far as I know, but maybe he has. I can't say. I haven't been there every minute of every day. But I do think if he had been in there eating some pie, and he said that, they'd probably get like an autograph picture. But at any rate, the pizza was so good. It was so good. The crust was light, flaky, but also crunchy. I cannot recommend this place highly enough. We're going to go out to the flea market tomorrow, and I'm going to... I'm going to try to find some way to manipulate that we swing through there on the way back. So Get some of this crispy, pillowy, slightly sour on the outside with a crispy, deep golden color crust. Oh, so good. Everything is made in-house. They pickle the onions. They make the sausage. It was so good. The deal is they're going to have different kinds of recipes, different kinds of pies every day. You don't know what you are going to get. So that's is super fun. It's a rotating menu, dude. Let's um let's go over to their Instagrammy gram and they uh they post a lot of the pictures of their pizzas and we'll see what what we got there. Ooh, that's a nice looking one. You got some nice pepperoni, some cheese, just kale. Oh my gosh, this is so good. I need to get over there right now. So with all that said, this is me, your guy, your Paisan, the American pizza man saying go check this place out immediately. It is delightful. Our next bit of information is on IC Robot's recent purchase of a G.I. Joe figure of some sort. Let's hear something about that. If you insist. Let's hear something about that. If you insist. Yeah, this is me and I got another one of these fun Super 7 G.I. Joe reaction figures. The figure that I have is a character that goes by the name of Lady... Jay, I got her over at the Target on Santa Rosa Avenue. They had pretty much all of them, except for the troopers, the sailors, and any other kind of, like, troop builders that I, I definitely desire. I also considered getting Duke, but there was three Dukes and only one Lady Jay. So I said, you know what, Duke? You can wait for another day. Today is the day of Lady J. So we got her, brought her home, and she is in my hand right now. Before we get too far into this, let's uh let's find out what do we know about Lady J. Lady J is a gifted linguist as well as an accomplished actress and mimic. 
she has participated in or led many undercover missions for the Joe team. She is a believer in the saying that, less is more. That is why when she puts on a disguise she eschews complicated makeup and rubber masks. Instead, she becomes the object of her disguise, right down to movement and mannerisms. It also helps that her genes help her pass for a number of European and Middle Eastern natives. Lady J is the G.I. Joe Covert Operations Specialist, meaning she is a spy or a specialist, not a specialist. But at any rate, I do have a uh, OG Lady J. I have her as a figure. I also have her on the card. I bought her at the card. I got her at the flea market, the 40 and 8 flea market many years ago. She was sitting on some dude's table right there, as great as you can ever see in your life. A completely carded 80s Joe. I got her for $7. I was so happy. I'm still so happy. It may have been my greatest flea market purchase of all the times and all the spaces. I was very, very pleased. I'm still pleased. I eventually I got her uh, loose to have her in my collection. And now I have this one. She is... She's heavily based on the animated style. She doesn't have that dopey baseball hat that Lady J is known for. That was what really, like, kind of turned me off to the Lady J figure. I was just like, why is she a spy? But she's wearing a green baseball hat. But uh, it could be kind of like Marvel, Marvel Studios style, when, like, Captain America or some of these guys go on an undercover mission. They just, like, put on a baseball cap and they put on some glasses and they, they're disguised. It might be along that tip. I do not know. Let's, let's take a look at the file card. Lady J. Covert Operations, file name Hart Burnett Allison, Allison Hart Burnett. Her military specialty is intelligence. Her uh, secondary specialty is she's a clerk. She was born in Martha's Vineyard. She is rich. Lady J graduated from Bryn Mawr and did her graduate work at Tiffany College in Dublin. I'm going to imagine that's Ireland, not California, where she acquired the faint Gaelic lilt that adorns her speech. An accomplished actress and mime, as well as a studied linguist, she could easily pass as a native in France, Italy, Poland, Russia, Germany, Afghanistan, Spain, and Portugal, as well as Canada, I would imagine. Airborne and Ranger qualified graduated intelligence school with a, a, a degree in M16, M1911A1, and the crossbow. Once you start getting into this, like, heavily, uh, military jargon, it's hard, it's hard to read these things. I apologize. Lady J doesn't go in for that phony wig and rubber mask brand in disguise like those other jokers that, uh, on that show Mission Improbable. She becomes the subject with body language, gestures, correct shading of dialect, and blah, 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 blah. Let's, uh, let's bust into this figure, man. I, I'm a little hungry right now. I want to go have some lunch. Talking about that Shakey's pizza with the delightful dog food is really... Really got your boy starving. What? What was that? Did you did you hear Tim Dog? I think that was the ghost of the dog right there telling me I'm on a can of doper dog food. Let's um let's just bust this open. Let's just go ahead, yank it out here and see what uh what we've got. Of course we got a Lady J. Throw this in there. Get those snippety snips, the Vidal Sassoon snippy snips. I think if we just snip this one right here in the back, we should be able to get uh, get Lady J off the card. That didn't work at all. Snip! This one's really fighting me. She's all twisted around. Come on, Lady J, this is your chance for freedom! On her back, she has a quiver, and then she has a... She has a spear. I guess she's so clandestine that she has a spear. She throws spears at Cobra. I... 
I don't know if that's the best move, man. One of the things I gotta say that kind of turned me off also to the Lady J action figure was that she had like a javelin gun. She wore a baseball hat and she had a javelin gun. And then right here, she has a spear. In the comics, she had like this love affair kind of deal going with Flint, our guy Flint. Not not to be mixed up with a James Coburn. We're talking about the uh, G.I. Joe Flint. I'm here chopping the, uh, chopping the file card out as... We speak because I like to keep these. I don't know what for. No idea. But, uh, you know, better to have than have not. Snippity snip snip. Throw this over here. Throw this down there into the garbage. And we will take a look at the Lady J. She has a quiver. She has like a very, uh, very 80s, like forward thinking woman haircut. Kind of short. The, the design is pretty good. Looks just like she did, but with Sans baseball hat. I gotta admit, I'm not really into the spear. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Kind of make her look like a javelin thrower. I have it, like, over her head, held back, like she's gonna, like she's gonna throw it. But I do got to admit, it would be pretty ill to throw a spear in a battle and, like, stick Destro right through his chest plate. I could, I could definitely see that as cool. But, uh, honestly, I'm a little too hungry right now. I think we're gonna cut this short. You know what J Lady J looks like. I'm sure you do in your head. You're picturing her right now. You're imagining Lady J. You're imagining her and Flint walking through a field holding hands. And it's like, it's very cool. Very nice. I I also saw some pics of the next wave coming out. And there's going to be, there's going to be Firefly. I think Firefly, the Cobra Saboteur, is the big one in the set. But there's also another version of our guy Snake Eyes which is cool. This is Snake Eyes with the uh with the different visor, not the sunglasses. This would be Super 7 GI Joe wave number 3, wave number 4. They're already four waves in, man. That's just like Doran Beach out there, bro. Wave after wave after wave. But uh irregardless, we're all going to buy these. We're all going to be happy. Are you guys buying these? I don't even know. I get so little feedback on these G.I. Joe Super 7s. Do you buy them? Have you bought any? Do you think they're silly? I don't know. Let me know. At Icy Robots on the Twizzies. I'm here at one with nature, clearing my mind, clearing my thoughts, getting myself prepared spiritually, mentally, emotionally. I've forgotten what it's like to lose. This is World's Famous with your host, Icy Robots. Alright, this is me. We're ready to get up out of here. I was out at Doran Beach the other day with the wife and we were just like sitting in the dunes, watching the water go in and out, just like talking about stuff. And I said to her some kind of an opinion that I had. I don't I don't remember what it was, but uh, I said something and I said, yeah, you know, but like, what do I know? I'm basically trash. And she looked at me and said, you know, you say that a lot. You say that you're trash a lot. You say that you're stupid a lot. You say these things and you just, you need to know. You're not. You're not these things. And I I didn't I didn't make much of it at the time, but it's been like bouncing around in my head ever since. And I do say that I'm stupid and I do say that I'm trash and I say all these things all the time. And I started like examining why th this might be. And I think I think like coming up, I was told that I was trash a lot. I was told uh, that I was trash by people at school. I had teachers tell me I was trash because I like to talk too much. I, I just got in my head that I was trash. I got in my head that despite having a good life, despite having a family and people who love me, I was, I was in fact trash. And I just, 
I'm putting a lot of thought into this, and I realize that uh, I am not trash. That is just what people would tell me. And you gotta you gotta look at things in life in in the sense that people on the outside they tell you stuff. People on the outside they do stuff. But the only one who can decide who you are and decide how you go through life is you. If you want to be trash, you can be trash. If you don't want to be trash, you're not trash. And no one can decide that you're trash except for you. And this this has been like really kind of messing with my head in a lot of ways because I'd had this opinion of myself that uh, I was this person, that I was this trash person, that I was like this trash human being. And I'm realizing that just that's not true. It's not true in any way. It's not true at all. I just, I believe the hype. Like enough people had told me that I was trash coming up. Enough people told me I was trash when I was young. Enough people told me I was trash in school, trash in high school, trash in junior high. And I just... I accepted it to be true. I accepted that uh, I was trash and that anything I, I had done in my life was despite the fact that I was trash. But, you know, I'm not. I'm not trash. And and I'm telling you this because if you if you feel in your heart that you are trash, you need to know you're not. You're not trash. You're not that at all. And you can't let other people make you think that you're trash because you are a good person and you can do anything in the world that you want. And I realize that that is all very trite. All very simple, but the first step to becoming a healthier, smarter, more well-adjusted person is you have to tell yourself that you deserve it, that you're a good person. You have to tell yourself that you are, in fact, a good, smart person, and you deserve every success that's available to you. I just, I believe that about myself now. I believe that about you. I definitely believe that about you, and if you... If you if you struggle this way, you know, feel free to reach out. Feel free to reach out to your guy, I see robots at I see robots on the tweet because I I do struggle with my self-worth and I have struggled with my self-worth like numerous times over the course of my life and I get down on myself and I realize that like all that time was time wasted. It was all time wasted because I can be whoever I want. I can do whatever I want. And I realize like, oh, you're an old man now. You should have realized this a long time ago. But you know what? Self-realizations take time. These things take time. It's hard. It's hard to get past things that are burnt into your head. When when people you look up to, when authority figures tell you you're trash, you start to think you're trash. You're not trash. I I like to talk. I've always liked to talk. And I would talk a lot in school. And it would drive teachers crazy. And I get it. It's it's interrupting the class. It's disruptive. But man, I was faced with like so much abusive behavior from authority figures because I like to talk. I, I well, like every once in a while you hear a story from like a stand-up comedian or like an actor who liked to talk, and they'll be like, you know, there was somebody who took me under under their wing when I was younger, and they led me into this career that I have, this life that I have. Well, the opposite was true for me. When I was coming up, I didn't have people wanting to take me under their wing. They just wanted me to shut up. And I, for the longest time, I was like a silent person. I recall this. Like, I went from being really open, really talkative, and just became very quiet, very withdrawn, very sullen, and I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm trying to get that back. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make up for it, dude. I do this. It's fun. I, I, I feel like it's fulfilling, but at the same time, it's like, I do this, but I also like, I hide, I hide behind this. And it's just like, I gotta, I gotta get out there. Gotta be healthy. Gotta see the world, expose myself to the world. I don't know. This is, this is all silly whining. So we're going to, uh, we're going to cut it. We will be back. We'll be back. Uh, soon, hopefully next week, theoretically, but, uh, until we meet again, 
Go over to Patreon, supportthereport.com. Check out some of the stuff we got over there. A lot of fun shows, a lot of stuff. Help your boy out, help him get some self-worth. Supportthereport.com until we meet again. If you don't like reporting on the news, go out there and make some. Alright, um, Am, bring an organ. And you know I got to have that. Some people listen because they want a mystery Some people listen, then say we're whack But if they miss the show, they get a heart attack Now look at you, you're sitting there, bite your lip The whole world sees you as a hypocrite Live out the first law and make yourself preservation If the show doesn't help you, change the station If you don't want peace in the world Love, peace, and happiness in an endless world If all you want to do is keep the whole world back You're the one that's whack And we're world's, world's, world's famous Yo, slick blow. That's right. I see robots. Radio is a listener-supported endeavor. If you like what we do here and you look forward to new programming, consider helping us to bring fun stuff every week by heading over to supportthereport.com and tossing a few pounds into the hat. It's important to support things that you enjoy. Thanks and have a great week. Supportthereport.com Everybody love everybody. Right there up on the wall. Oscar means O which means on and Mike means M which means move. Let's Oscar Mike out of here. Oscar means O which means on and Mike means M which means move. Oh wow.